Hey everybody, Ashton here. Welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. I hope you are doing well. I hope your 2019 is starting out beautifully rhythmic. Whatever that means. I like it though. Beautifully rhythmic. Um, Yeah, I hope there's melody. I hope there's rhythm. I hope there's some new established routines in your days. Um, Because, you know, the way we live our days is how we end up living our months, and how we live our months is how we live our years, and how we live our years is how we live our life. And I started really uh, getting down into uh, these two words that we talked about in the last episode, simple and quiet. Because these are my words for 2019, uh, for my life, my relationships, business, family. Uh, this is just, we're, we're just making decisions through the lens of simplicity and quiet. Um, but I had this thought in the first conversation when we posted this uh, last little riff, ditty, banter on simple and quiet. I realized I only went two layers deep in the onion. And uh, I thought all we did was talk about relationships and career. But simple and quiet, this this goes way, way deeper. This this goes into uh, family space. This goes into financial space. And maybe more importantly, this goes into the body, the mind, and the spirit space. So, welcome to Simple and Quiet 2.0. Um, I, uh, I just wanted to kind of piggyback off of this last conversation that we had. Um, because as you enter into a new season, and all of us in 2019, all of us have this zest for something new. All of us long to become something different. All of us long to see and experience the world in a new way. Um, and so, I don't know what your words may be for 2019. Uh, I was talking with a friend of mine last week, and, and he said, what, 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 what could some words be for me? And, and, you know, I just went back to the old, the oldies, the greatest hits. Uh, all there's left to do is enjoy. Or uh, we don't keep score. Uh, or big love's got your back. Yeah, y'all know the ones that I'm always hanging on to. But for me, this in 2019, it's simple and quiet. Um, and so in this last conversation, we kind of talked about relationships and careers. I just wanted to dive a little bit deeper into the onion um, because I really believe that uh, if you're going to take these words of simple and quiet into 2019, they there isn't any separation. There's no sacred and profane. This is one big bowl of soup. This is one beautiful smoothie. This is This is a great meal. This is one beautiful experience in life. And if we don't allow simple and quiet to have its ways uh, everywhere, then my senses are that this thing's going to be a little bit clunky. So, here we go. Last week, I won't get into it, but we talked about relationships. What if your relationships in 2019 just became a little more simple and quiet? Would there be uh, renewal there? Would there be true relationship, true friendship? Uh, would there be true neighboring, as we say in North Texas? Um, 
And then the same thing goes for your career. That no matter what you're doing in your life, um, if you're in sales, uh, if you're on a team, if you're a teacher, if you're a musician, if you're an artist, if you're a poet, uh, I, I, it, it makes no difference that, that which you're doing uh, to make a living. But my senses are that there's probably no more than two to three, maybe four things a day that are the absolute magic metrics for you. And if you would approach them every single day and simply do them in simplicity, in the quiet, no one's going to retweet this. No one's going to retweet that you're doing the simple and the quiet things that you need to be doing uh, in your career or business or whatever. But we all know that success not only sleeps, but is awakened in the simple and quiet space. But let's go a couple steps deeper. Uh, for some of us, the financial space, as you get into your, uh, and by the way, I keep saying this, but it's true, I'm officially middle-aged. Uh, when you enter these ages, um, all of a sudden you go, oh, uh, there's future stuff, uh, and maybe we should kind of plan for some of that. Did you know that just a small investment, uh, it could be $100, it could be $1,000, it could be $10,000. Something very small over time will grow. But no one's going to know about these little investments that you make, whether that's paying a little bit of the house equity down, whether that's buying a simple little Vanguard index fund. I, I read last week that $1,000 10 years ago put in a Vanguard, simple Vanguard fund was worth 3700 today. 10,000 would be worth 37,000 a day, 100,000 would be worth 370,000 a day in just 10 years. But no one's going to retweet this. No one's going to know that you made a small little sacrifice so that there could be some type of harvest tomorrow. It's simple. It's quiet. You, you, you don't have to you don't have to act like a billionaire to become an investor. You just have to invest. And do it in a simple and a quiet way. And how about family space? My oh my. Um, are there not unbelievable choices for families today? I mean, it seems as though that uh, if your child loves baseball, uh, then he must love baseball so much that he's going to be starting for the Houston Astros in 10 years. And you got to get him on that trajectory to get there, right? Like, I just remember back in the day, we just loved baseball. And there were a couple dads, and uh, they, they, they brought a six-pack of beer to practice. And uh, <laughs> we, we love rounding third base and sliding into home. That was baseball practice. <clears throat> but I hear all this stuff these days of traveling teams and all that. Um, <clears throat> and same goes, you know, for my two girls. There's dance, competitive dance, ultra-competitive dance, triple-back handspring gymnastics practice, all of this, um, can we just call time out for a second and go, what about joy? What about joy? Let's not, let's not relive something that didn't happen for us at 15 through our seven-year-old children. Are, are, are you with me? Are you tracking there? Um, and so in the family space, uh, Brent and I have really taken the words of simple and quiet. <clears throat> and, uh, they're how we're going to make decisions. That herd mentality 
never ends well. Herd mentality never ends well. How many times have you ended up at an event, uh, a trip, a vacation, a party, a something? And hey, I'm all I'm all down for parties. Don't don't I'm not Debbie Downer here. Um, but how many times have you done everything that everyone was doing simply because that's just what you were supposed to do? All to get home and then remember there was homework and then remember there's a lunch to make for tomorrow and then to remember, oh yeah, there's baths that they need to take and then to remember, oh, and we haven't even had a conversation today and you get to the end of the day and you just go, how did we get here? We are about sustainability, predictability, joy, and renewal. And so some of the things that we're doing now, uh, we're asking questions like, Is that a decision that's going to lead us into more simplicity and a quiet life? A quiet life is what you want. You don't want a loud life. You don't want followers. You don't want a retweeted life. Trust me, you don't. You want a quiet life. Because guess what you can do in a quiet life? You can remember it. You can can actually be in it. You, You aren't pulled wishing that you were somewhere else, you actually go, oh my gosh, everything I ever wanted, everything I ever need is here now at hand. I sound like the greatest showman. Uh, It's everything you ever want. It's here. It's now. It's at hand. And so maybe for you and your family, and hey, if you don't have a family, no worries. Um, But what would it look like to just ask some questions that get you to more simplicity and a quiet life? You can enjoy a quiet life. You can, you can taste your food in a quiet life. Um, you can go to bed at, the, at a decent hour in a quiet life. You can feel renewed and refreshed the next morning in a quiet life. That, that is what we're after. And then lastly, the trifecta, the, uh, the trinity. Because guess what? Uh, you were made in the image of trinity. Therefore, you are Trinitarian. There is a bodily, mindful, spiritual essence to you. Now listen, y'all have heard me talk before about bodily knowing. If, you, if, if you're curious about bodily knowing, go back. Listen to Allie Fallon. She brought unbelievable wisdom in this space. Um, if you aren't quiet enough, the bodily whispers won't get through. And eventually uh, they become screams. Uh, how, How many of you have gone and gone and gone? You've built it. You go, go, go. Build, build, build. Do, do, do. Little whispers. Little whispers were trying to get your attention. And then all of a sudden, the body begins to scream. I've had this happen twice now. It is no fun. Trust me. Um, but had I taken time, had I carved out space, had I carved out a little simplicity into my routine so that I could check in with the body, um, I wouldn't have experienced some of these disruptions that I had. Now, looking backwards, they were, they were the gift. They woke me up, um, but I wouldn't wish them on anyone. And so this bodily side of you, as part one of the you as Trinity. Um, do you have routines set up to lead a simple and a quiet life? 
Like, none of us need to become bodybuilders, right? But it's probably a good idea to take a walk around the block every so often. It's probably a good idea to uh, stretch a little bit. Uh, I don't do yoga, but my senses are uh, yoga is simple and quiet, and, and yet it's a holy, sacred space for so many people. So maybe you could build these into your routines. Um, maybe that bodily knowing, maybe, maybe the body needs to be refreshed in 2019. It's not difficult. It's not overwhelming. Just inch into it. Gradually find yourself in simple and quiet routines. Suddenly your bones are alive. Gradually you find yourself in simple and quiet routines. Suddenly your bones are alive. How about the mind space? Now, we've had so many people come on here and talk about the mind space. Uh, Greg McKeon from Essentialism, Jay Papazan, The One Thing, uh, Dan Siegel, Awareness. Uh, we have talked about mindfulness so much at this conversation. Um, and listen, could, could the space between your ears use some simplicity and quiet this year? Yeah, all of us, all of us in the room would raise our hand and say, yes. So why is it that we allow that space to be so loud, noisy, and difficult? I think a little, little of this is the, the cultural time we find ourselves in, that um, we've got these things in our pockets that are more powerful than any computer we would have had 10 years ago. Infinite information is available always checking in. People always know what we're doing, when we're doing it, how we're doing it. Um, It just seems as though that the work of our generation, and hey, the the work of any generation, the work of being human today, that's a better way to say it, the work of being human today is found in quieting the mind and allowing the mind to be simple. Because the more difficult I make things, the more chatty the mind is, the more I give myself over to the obsessive, overwhelming thoughts. Eckhart Tolle says this, 98% of our thinking is repetitive and unnecessary. 98% of our thinking is repetitive and unnecessary. I want that 2% to grow. I want 50, 80, I want 90% of what's going on between my ears to be simple quiet, and useful. This is the space we move into in contemplation when we penetrate illusion and touch reality, as Parker J. Palmer says. Do you have those practices? <clears throat> do you have those practices? Are you, do you have a way for your mind to become still, for your mind to be quiet, for your mind to be like a quiet stream where you can actually see the moment, be the moment, feel the moment, and allow the moment to transform you before you try to transform it. And lastly, the spirit. Now, for thousands, maybe millions, I don't know, it doesn't matter, forever, basically, <laughs> forever, for, since humans have been reflecting on what's going on here, who are we, where'd we come from, where's this going, what it's, what's, it, what's it all about? Um, the spirit, the soul, the true self, the, uh, the Christ consciousness, the, uh, ground of being, the, the, uh, 
the heart space, right? This, this is the easiest place to neglect. And yet, talk to me about your soul and you will show me your life. Talk to me about your soul and you will show me your life. T- tell, me, tell me about what's happening in the heart and you will show me probably what's happening in your days. The Spirit is so easy to neglect, and yet it's the truest thing about you. It came with the packaging. Um, and, and when you can revisit that space, when you can go into that space, you know, Meister Eckhart says this, the eye through which I see God is the eye through which God sees me. This is when all things become one. This is when the moment comes to a full. This is the sacrament of the present moment. When we have simple and quiet routines to ground ourselves at the spiritual level, I promise you, everything becomes more simple and quiet when you can go back to that place more often. Jesus it was interesting when he spoke about this. Uh, he, he, he said once, hey, um, don't, don't babble on like the pagans in public. Uh, let's say that a different way. Hey, don't, don't just throw words around. Don't, don't make a public scene out of grounding yourself with the divine. He said, go in your house, shut the door, go in the closet, get quiet. And there, there it will happen to you. Because when we talk about the soul, and I guess another word we could talk about here is prayer. Um, Prayer isn't something so much that we do, it's actually something that happens to us. Prayer isn't something that you do, prayer is something that happens to you. Prayer is happening, and then I happen to be there. (laughs) There it is. Prayer is happening then I happen to be there. So don't babble on like the pagans. Don't, don't take your spiritual world out into the public scene where you're seen and retweeted and people notice the fashion in which you connect with the divine. No. Go inside, shut the door, light a candle, and just be. And let's back it down, right? The whole, the whole stillness prayer. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know. Be still. Be. Be do have, my friends. That all begins when we can enter the spirit space, the heart space, the soul place, all of that in a very simple and quiet way. Everything you ever wanted is found there. You you, you leave that place. You leave the place of stillness. And all of a sudden you go, oh my gosh, everything I was ever looking for, it was was in my pocket. It was within. I already had it. I I, I, I arrived here, thought I had to go out out there and get something to validate me. Uh, I had to go out there to, to be approved. All of a sudden you experience approval and validation within. And now you get to share and entrust that to everyone else you find. Validation and approval. 
That's what we think we want out there. Until we ring the doorbell on our own chest. And we answer it, and the soul says, yeah, you already got it. You already got it. As Jacob said at the foot of the ladder, you, you were here all along, and I never knew it. Or as, you know, the greatest showman, as he said, everything you ever want, everything you ever need, it's here, it's in front of you, it's right here, it's right here, you've got it, it came with the packaging. But we forget that. And I love, I, I saw my kids were watching The Wizard of Oz not long ago, and I heard Dorothy at the end reflect on what she learned, and she said something along the lines of, anytime I, 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 I think I've lost my heart again, um... Or let's just rephrase that. In any time I feel like I'm I'm on the road to find myself, she said, I'm just gonna go out in my backyard. And if it's not there, I'm gonna realize I never actually lost it anyway. <laughs> that is too good. That is too good. If I've ever lost it, or if I ever think I've lost the heart, the soul, the beautiful side of me again, um, I'm just gonna go out in the backyard and if it's not there. I'm going to realize that I never actually lost it anyway. I mean, is there anything better than just the good Wizard of Oz wisdom? No. So, be, do, have. This is where it all begins. And it begins in the simple. And it begins in the quiet. And so as you approach your 2019 whether it's through in the career space, whether it's the financial space, the family space, the relational space, uh, the body, mind, intellectual, spiritual space, all of these on the circle of life, on the wheel of life, um, my senses are that you will find what you need in simple and quiet ways. Don't overdo it. Don't think it's just reserved for the elect, for the few. No, no. It's simple, and it's quiet, and typically, you find that you already have that which you were seeking all along. So as you approach this week, may you embrace the idea that life and the beautiful experience of life becomes deeper, wider, richer, and more enjoyable when we peel back the onion and we realize that everything we want is found in the simple and the quiet. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid, listen to the bluebirds sing, and be loved.